This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Hi, it's Vanessa from the Fighting Stigma Show on Free FM. Are you a Waikato local? Do you have an idea for a radio show? Do you want to try your hand at being a content creator on Free FM? If so, check out our website on freefm.org.nz or find Free FM on Facebook and get in touch.
pagbuhat sa palaran Mahigit isang daang taong samahan Sa labanan at pakikibaka Walang iwanan sa hirap at ginhawa Bawat munting tagumpay at higaya Nagsasayang barangay Hinebra Magkakabarkada Buong bansa'y magkakakilala Laging buhay ang ating pag-asa Taga rito ka sa barangay Ginebra Mga kabarangay, Oktubre na po Konting tulog at kembot, eh Pasko na naman Ako po yung barangay Big Brother Yung Kuya Rene Dito po sa ating barangay New Zealand Napapakinggan po dito sa Free FM 89.0, your independent community media. Kumusta po kayo? Sana po ay nasa mabuting kalalagyan, bagamat eh, meron tayong itong pandemya. No? At ayan, uh, napasama pa ang Hamilton, Waikato, ang sa Auckland. Eh, ewan ko ba kung kailan <laughs> matatapos ito. Pero ang importante, eh, vaccination. I think that's the only solution para mapigilan o to stop the spread of the COVID-19 variant na Delta. At mind you, marami pa pong ibang mga variants. Delta pa lang yun ang ating um, medyo natututukan ngayon. Ano? Kaya tutok lang din po kayo dito sa ating barangay New Zealand sa Free FM, your independent community media. <coughs> Ayun na pong magkape at pandasal. Ito po si Cardinal Chito Tagle ng Manila. Pagnilayan po natin, makikilala ang anak ng Diyos sa pagmamahal. May kasabihan po tayo, kung ano ang puno, siya rin ang bunga. Pag nakita ninyo ang isang puno, alam mo na ang bungang aasahan mo. Pag nakatikim ka ng bunga, alam mo na kung malusog o hindi ang pinanggalingang puno. Salamat kay Jesus, naging mga anak na ampun tayo ng Diyos. Siya ang puno, tayo ang bunga. Paano malalaman ng lahat na nagmula nga tayo sa Diyos bilang ating puno, sa ating pagmamahal? Dahil ang Diyos ay pag-ibig, ang mga tunay na anak niya ay tutulad kay Jesus na puspos ng pag-ibig. Kapag lumayo tayo sa Diyos at dumikit sa ibang puno, mag-iiba ang ating bunga. Huwag nating bigyan ng pangit na pangalan ng Diyos. Sa ating pagmamahalan, masabi nawa ng lahat, kitang-kitang maganda at masagana ang bunga ng Diyos. Kaya dasalin po natin, O Diyos, huwag mong pabayaang mawalay kami sa iyo upang magmahal kami tulad mo. Amen.
sa New Plymouth, sa Taranaki Region at sa Napier Hawkes Bay Area na nakikinig po sa atin sa Barangay New Zealand. Kumusta po kayo? Sana po ay uh, nagugustuhan nyo ang ating mga piling-piling uh, mga awitin, kuntil-butil na mga impormasyon at mga kuro-kuro na pinapalabas natin, pinapahayag natin dito sa Barangay New Zealand. Welcome back mga kabarangay sa ating uh, netkapihan, talakayan at chikahan dito po sa PSTV5 online. Tonight, we have a special guest 
on always naman, especially mga guests natin. Ha? At uh, actually, nag-guest na siya sa atin before when we're talking about uh, beauty pageants. So that was last year during the lockdown. And uh, between last year and uh, this year, ang daming nangyari. Ang daming nangyari. She started her business. And then one thing that I found it fascinated me as she plays uh, social cricket. No? Kaya doon actually nag-umpisa. Welcome, Carla Iparagire, sa ating uh, show. How are you, Carla? Hello, Tito. I am good. How are you? I'm, I'm good. I'm good. And uh, I'm really intrigued by uh, your uh, being uh, playing cricket. But we'll go to that later. I just would like to put into context. Where are you originally from in the Philippines? So I was born in Cardona, Rizal. And then I lived in Quezon City for a little bit. And mm -hmm. then... My my mom's side of the family lives in Cebu, so I pretty much grew up there up until I was 10 years old, and then mm -hmm. I came to New Zealand. Oh, so you came when you were 10 years old? Yeah, right about when I was 10 years old. Oh, so you're more than half of, and you're in your early 20s, right? We don't ask women their, their age, right? <laughs> <laughs> I guess you're... But a lot of people say that I look like I'm 16, so... <laughs> yes, that's right. Uh -huh. And uh, you finished high school already. And uh, yeah. right now you are supporting a year 10 year child? Eight. Year 8. Year 8. Mm -hmm. right. tell, tell me a little bit about that, uh, Carla. Yes, yeah, so I work two jobs, actually. Um, so my first job before teacher aiding, I was working as a therapeutic care worker. Mm -hmm. um, so we work with children between 5 to 12 years old with trauma and learning disabilities. Oh, yeah. yeah, so I did that for maybe a year and then um, I decided to leave that for a little while, have a break, and then that's mm -hmm. when I got into teacher aiding. Um, so as a teacher aide, um, I work part-time. I work with a year 8 student with autism. So I already have that experience from my other job. And yeah, so now I have two jobs, both oh. of them. Yeah, both and, with children. Uh, and dealing with, with, with children, is, is that something that you'd like to focus on in your education when you go back to university? Yes, so I, when I went to university, I did study, well, I took up Bachelor of Arts major in education. So mm -hmm. teaching was really one thing that I really wanted to do growing up as well. Mm -hmm. isn't, isn't it challenging, you know, uh, the, the, the child that you're supporting right now in year eight, uh, it, it, it's it's a boy or a girl? It's a boy. Boy. So he, he, he is autistic. But is he verbal? Parang, yeah, no, that's the thing as well. He has autistic and I think that, and ADHD as well. And mm. um, he's not verbal. So he goes to speech therapy on Thursday. So teaching him and talking to him gets a little bit hard, but mm -hmm. it's good. It's I think that most jobs that are hard to do are also the most rewarding ones, especially. Mm, yes. Very well said, uh, Carla. So when he gets to school, let's say, uh, what time? Uh, 8.30, you're already there. Uh, you're with him. Oh, so I work part-time. And the reason that the school had taken on board a teacher aide for him was mm -hmm. because often during his break between morning tea and lunchtime, he's mm -hmm. off around wandering in the car park, not knowing where to oh, go. Okay. He doesn't like noises and being mm -hmm. at the school at lunchtime or morning mm -hmm. tea with a lot of 
children running around screaming mm-hmm. and the trigger for him so oh, they brought me on board to sit with him while he has a morning tea just to make sure he doesn't go into the car parts where he's not safe okay and so yeah. um after morning tea uh you go with him to, to the classroom so i work with him from morning tea period three and period four and lunch time and lunch time okay and because after lunch it's uh i think they have one more hour and then they, they go hour. home already so another teacher aide takes over me also oh, there's another teacher aide oh, okay mm-hmm. so is it from monday to thursday or part-time monday uh... friday. so i work monday to friday from 11 to 2 15. so uh uh, from 11 to 2.15 and, and then from 2.15 you already you already go because they, they go home at 3.15 or Yeah, so from 2.15 lately I've been going so after I work as a teacher aide I go mm. into my car and go to my other job which starts at 3 p.m. and that's mm. the one where I work with children with trauma and learning disabilities as well. Mm. So these are the, the, the second job that you're doing, is it in a facility or is it in a house or yeah, where, where is it? It's a, in a facility. So we're based in Half Moon Bay. Um, and wow, so you have to go across the across the universe. It's a 15 minutes drive, but it's fine because I live locally within the area. Ah, uh, okay. Mm-hmm. And oh, yes. yeah, Half Moon Bay is, uh, yeah, Half Moon Bay is uh, somewhere in Howick. So I, I was thinking of Browns Bay. Yeah, that's why I was thinking, oh, <laughs> live in so, yes. so you stay there from 3 up to what time? 10 p.m. 10 p.m. Ah, oh, so this is a residential facility. So it's a facility where we have children stay mm-hmm. with us for an intake. So from Sunday to Friday, they stay with us. Mm-hmm. So basically, Sunday night to Thursday night, they stay there. Friday, Saturday, they get to go home. And Sunday, ah, they come. So it's like a boarding boarding school, like, you know. Oh, and this, oh sorry. Almost what, like that. Almost like that, yeah. And and uh, the, what are the ages of these uh, children? 5 to 12 years old. 5 to 12, okay. And, it, and, it, and it's uh, both boys and girls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But of course, there are other uh, there are other support staff also uh, working with you. How 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 many how many residents? How many in the facility? So for the shift line that I'm on, because it alternates every five weeks, we go from afternoon to morning. So currently, mm-hmm. I'm working the afternoon shift line, and we have about two, four, six, about maybe eight staff mm-hmm. looking after the children at night time. Eight staff. Wow. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, often, so why? Oh, why is it like that? Twenty-five children. Ah. Well, why is it like every five weeks they 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 turn around? Uh, is there a particular reason for that, uh, Carla? Yes. So I think because we teach them different life skills, such as how to deal with emotions, um, mm-hmm. self-regulation, and all that stuff, um, routines, and. Mm-hmm means you know it takes a few weeks for them to actually get into that yeah because they, they like routines you know uh, uh children with a disability the, the autistic kids yeah. they don't want to change you know i mean it's uh they want it to be children constant 
yeah, even children without routine. So the children that we look after have trauma based as well. So Ooh. they have violent, like sexual violence background um, yeah. and all that stuff. So routine may not be familiar to them. So it's teaching mm -hmm. them that as well. Yeah. Mm. It, it must be very, I mean, uh, personally rewarding for you because I know it, it, it's challenging. I, I, in Hamilton, I, I used to to uh, almost do the same thing and they are non-verbal, you know, uh, like uh, 8, 10 years old and then the teenagers. But you you, 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 you seem to thrive and, and love uh, what, what, what yeah. you see, but you, you are loving it. Hmm? Oh, thank you. Yes, yeah, so basically it does get hard. It really does get hard because, you know, sometimes all they know is violence and sometimes they, mm -hmm. so when it's learning how to re um, respond and not react. And so mm -hmm. being able to help those children learn different coping mechanisms, um, being mm -hmm. able to love them where they couldn't get that back in their own homes is That's such true. a rewarding experience. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I, I love it. I know that it gets hard, but at the same time, it's worth it because I know that I'm making a difference in a child's life. And it's balancing like the one is in, in, in the school environment and this one is in, in a in a home environment where you know different skills, different things that they have to yeah. know. Oh well and you've been doing this for how many years already, Carla? So I so for the health camp sort of um occupation that I have, which is the one where I work with children with mm -hmm. trauma and learning disabilities. I've been there for a year. I left mm -hmm. for a month and then I came back there part time or mm -hmm. casually. And the teacher aiding just a month maybe. So kind of oh, really okay. yeah. Mm -hmm. So is this like uh do do the kids, the one that you were working for a year, do they know about the pandemic, about lockdown? You know, do they yes, have an idea? Actually, um we were working so we worked with children still during lockdown mm -hmm. um so we had been given phone um, a phone to call the children that we were working with and just to check in on them to make sure that they're okay mm -hmm. um, so that's what we did to help the children we called them maybe twice or three times a week just to get get in touch with them and see how they're doing and if mm -hmm. they need anything else and we talked to our regional manager to see how we can provide support mm -hmm. um, and there was also this one time where the lockdown happened and we were actually at the camp and mm. we had to make sure that everybody was all settled and like not freaking out um, mm. about what was happening. And I had to drive one child back to Wellsford. So that was mm. exciting. Wow. <laughs> because they, they, they will get attached to you, right? They will. Yeah. Like you know, uh, cling to you, and they will look forward to to see yeah. you. Yeah, and, and it must have been. A lot of the children also were frightened of that because you know most of them they don't have a balanced home. Like the home that they, the lifestyle that mm -hmm. they have at home isn't exactly what they want. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, mm -hmm. it's something yeah. that they can't at times. Yeah, and and I, I I guess as a support staff, you yourself would be scared about oh what's gonna happen to them. There's a lot. I mean, during lockdown and and all yeah. of those. Uh, there is things, a lot. Huh? Yeah, it is a, it is a very scary experience for the children mm -hmm. as well. Like a very anxious moment for support staff because sometimes mm -hmm. often 
you know, they're at home and they want to talk to you, but they can't because, you know, someone's around and they're not meant to talk about their, their mm -hmm. problems. There. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, what, what you're doing is uh, that's adding like stock knowledge to for you when, when you when you decide to go back to university, uh, do a psychology or uh, a therapy degree or something, because these are real world experiences that you know uh, it, it is like it's not just from from the book but it, you're part of the yeah. of what you're doing and you're making a difference in the lives of these kids 100%. and it may not so necessarily be that you're in that situation but you feel that pain or like you become mm -hmm. so empathetic to the children because you know right. you're hearing these words from an actual physical person and mm -hmm. that experience and it's really disheartening like yeah. again, so sad. Because uh, we have a similar, I mean, we work in a similar, uh, the similar sector, you know, uh, although my students are young adults, I mean, teenagers, 16 and above, but I have a 54 year old man and, uh, uh, and they have intellectual disability, autistic, some are nonverbal, some are, you know, but it's it's I guess it's it's very rewarding because you get to see them uh, as as they grow like you know every time you um, of course you 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 take a break and then when you come back they they look for you and you know and you could see little things like little skills that uh, they begin to uh, you know it, it will take a while but it, eventually they will get how to fold their beds you know those things. Yeah, those little like the little things they teach and teach them become such like an important and big thing in their life. Like you mm. said, like holding the bed or making making the sheets and doing the mm. sheets and all that stuff. You know, mm. like learning that is such a big, big thing for them. But to us, yeah. it's so simple because we have yeah. the lifestyle that we've lived in and grew up in is so different to what they 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 were able to. Mm. I remember uh, uh, a fun activity that we used to do is uh, when we do the laundry. So they will they will separate the, the colors, so the white and then the black, and then you know, and and it, it 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 was like it was a teaching moment already for them because they realized, oh, this is red, or oh, this is yeah, and also during during the what is this when meal time? So sometimes they they help prepare those who are able chop the vegetables or you know do those things. It, it's uh, I can just imagine uh, Carla, you you are like doing your shift and uh, it, it would be it's 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 hard, it's tiresome, but at the end of the day, <laughs> it is rewarding. It is yeah. very rewarding. That's why you look like uh, you look sixteen years old because of that. It makes you young, you know. Now. You are doing all of these things, and then you also started your business. Uh, tell us a little bit about this business uh, that you've started, Carla. Yes. It's just like a, a couple of months ago that you started it, right? Actually, it's coming to a year in August. Oh, yeah. oh okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, so, so what, what, it's called OKY Events. So generally, I do birthdays, engagement parties, and anything that you can think of. Um, so the reason why I started my business is after playing around to see what works, mm. I, this is the most, this is what I wanted to do as well, including my experience. So mm. I had been in hospitality for about five years. Mm. Um, fortunately enough, when I was 18, 18 or 19 years old, um, my general manager had 
promoted me and had given me the chance to work as a function manager. Mm, wow. Really, the skills of being a manager, being the leadership, um, mm -hmm. time management, and mm -hmm. problem solving. So I really learned a lot in the two years that I had been in that role. Um, and so, or maybe not two years, maybe like a year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so I thought incorporating that into my business. I love people. I love events. And so that's how OKY events happened. Mm. Um, I last year in August, I became legally registered then as well. And I've been doing it on the weekends. Weekends. So these are like parties, uh, like... Um uh wedding anniversaries you know yeah. uh, exactly so is it from you, it, it's the event itself you you don't you you, you get like people who do the catering and all of that but um, you, you just particularly i could um i can outsource a lot of different things um mm -hmm. like caterers um venue halls i can organize those mm -hmm. however my clients have just been requesting decors um because mm -hmm. often they would have that sorted out already okay yeah, so I would do balloon garlands, um, framing, and mm -hmm. signages, and all the things that could potentially that could make it complete, I suppose, and to have photo booth or like a background of some sort. Yeah, I, I saw the pictures in your uh, website, and it's uh, quite impressive, you know, a uh, photo booth, and it's quite you know reasonably reasonably priced, you know. Uh, yeah, it is like that's one thing. So about my business is that I. As much as I do have set prices, I also love to work with my clients' budget because I know how I understand that sometimes you want this amazing things but mm. can't necessarily afford it because of financial restrictions. Mm. So often whenever clients message me, I'm always just like the first thing I say is thank you, obviously, and mm. what their budget is because mm. I would rather work with their budget than having them having me send out all these prices and then at the mm. end of the day like, it's not mm. within the range mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and and do you find filipino uh, clients like always tumatawad parang wala man discount wala man ano <laughs> luckily because i am reasonably priced i don't barely uh -huh. get that oh, okay that's good no, yeah because i <laughs> Yeah, because I saw the prices already. I mean, how how low can you get? And you get all of this, diba? You photo booth and and all of those things. So how how do how do our viewers or listeners get in touch with you if they want to, you know, uh, get your services? Yes. So I have a website, but don't judge me. I still need to work on it. It's www.ohkyevents.co.nz. Sorry. And I also have my Instagram, Instagram, and that's oh.kyevents. So if you wanted to reach out and talk to me about your potential event coming up soon, reach mm -hmm. me on Instagram because that's the best way I can get to you as soon as I can. <laughs> mm -hmm. well, what's the Instagram again? Oh. Ky. Ky. Oh.kyevents. Oh. Because I'm gonna type it. Oh. KY events. Yeah. So, so that's the one on Instagram. Yes. So I have four photos in there. So. <laughs> mm, OH.KY events. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to flash that on. Uh, yeah. There you go. Is that the one? OH.KY events on Instagram. Yes, so they can see already like the previous uh, projects that you've done, you know, 
those things that um, yeah uh, it, it, it's amazing I, 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 I've only seen the website and the Facebook I haven't been to the Instagram but I suppose Instagram with more pictures and yeah. more uh, yeah so you do this on weekends like Saturday Sunday Friday Saturday and Sundays Friday Saturday Sunday okay yeah for for those who are listening or watching right now are there still uh, vacant uh slots that they can in the next couple of uh, weeks and months yes i do have availabilities mm -hmm. so just get in touch with me and then we can figure something out as busy okay. as I, get, mm -hmm. I often try to squeeze people in because i know how important events are and sometimes mm -hmm. it's hard for people that can cater to your needs yeah uh, which is the the months that's uh you know like uh is what how do you call it fully booked or there's a lot of events i suppose not during winter probably but which, which are the months uh, that you've experienced actually during winter has been my busiest well awesome oh. autumn to winter has been my busiest time so oh. summer is pretty quiet because you know everybody's away on the holiday not necessarily um mm. having events um but when it cut from april onwards up until july which is this month i have mm. been every single weekend oh oh probably because uh, it's indoors and people would yeah yeah i, I guess mm -hmm. birthdays engagement parties mm -hmm. so it's a really good um good time for my business <laughs> oh wow very good so it's a uh, oh.ky events on instagram okay on instagram of course so but instagram you can get to you can see the other links that uh Carla has there the website, Facebook, email, and all and all. Now let's go to cricket. Nakita kita. Na ano sabi ko cricket? Kasi I I really don't know how how it functions. Basa pag natatawo or natutuwa yung mga tao or maybe something is is wrong. So tell me about your journey dito sa cricket, Carla. Alright, so um I play indoor cricket. Mm -hmm. Not so there's a massive difference between outdoor and indoor cricket ah, but, okay. so i'm sticking to indoor just because it's not eight hours under the sun it's just an mm -hmm. hour and a half in the net so mm -hmm. um and it's a lot more fast paced as well um the reason why i got into cricket is because back when i was 17 my ex partner at the time plays cricket and he had been playing pretty much all his life and so coming to watch his games then, um, I've started to learn a little bit more about cricket and the rules and what's happening. And then eventually a social team was missing one player and they had asked me if I wanted to fill in. Mm -hmm. so I, said, oh, I don't know anything about cricket. I don't know how to play it. Anyway, I did it and I learned while playing because that's how basically a lot of people learn. They, you learn mm -hmm. from playing it, right? Mm. And so from then on onwards, I have been playing indoor cricket. So what's the what's the difference between the indoor and the outdoor aside from the number of hours? Yeah, so outdoor is obviously outside. Um, mm. It's a pitch where there are boundaries. So but you score fours and sixes and ones. And um, how you score an outdoor, I think, like don't quote me on this, but I think how you score an outdoor is basically how many runs you get mm -hmm. um, by running. And when you hit a ball and hit a six and you run across that, you get a six. Whereas in oh, indoor, okay. <laughs> whereas in 
indoor it's, it's really i don't even really know how to explain this but <laughs> it's, it's all right <laughs> yes yeah, it's really all over but in indoor you're in a net um and then once you hit the ball and depending where your ball hits mm-hmm. that could be a two a three a four a five a seven or a one okay <laughs> where do you play carla where, where, where do you play uh, so I play, so the club that I play for is Waitakere. Um, oh, so okay, so out west. But we play in different, um, so we play at Central and Dominion Road, and we play mm-hmm. in St. Luke sometimes, but not as much, but we play a lot in Waitak Centre. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So is there like a regular league or tournament for this? or it's- So... I am in the Super League competition, mm-hmm. so it, it does go on for from, what's the date now, maybe from April up until October, November, Okay. So Super League competition, but in between those, um, we also have provincials, we have nationals, and we have Queen's Birthday Weekend tournament. Oh, so again, I know, it's like the whole package of, uh, I know, you games. What do you call your team? What's the name of your team? So we are called the Waitakere Ladies Breakaway. Ladies Breakaways. <laughs> ladies Breakaways. Oh, yeah. so it's all it's all ladies. It's all girls team. No, yeah. So we have ladies and we have men as well. Ah, okay, all right. So your team is you're the Waitakere Ladies Breakaway. Breakaway. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> One. Uh, how long have you been playing with with the with the team? So I started off with Central and I played there for a couple of years. Um, but then I realized I'm not really getting as much games as I would like to because, you know, I'm pretty much new. And so I moved into Harbour and I stayed there for a year. But I moved because mm. um, I was in the under 22 girls. Um, it's a mm. cult. Uh, as, a, as a what? Uh, oh, na 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 frozen sea, uh, na frozen sea, Carla. Oh, yeah, you 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 seem to be uh, frozen. Yeah, yeah. Am I back now, or am I still? Yeah, you're, yeah, yeah. You're back. You're back now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we were called um Colts team. The Colts team. So the reason why I moved from Harbour was because the ladies that I, the girls that I was playing with were sixteen year olds. As much as they were nice and kind, I just felt a little bit isolated being so much older than they were, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, last, this year, I got approached to play for White Tackery. And I said, yes, and this was more fitting for me. And I love the girls. I love the team because they're older than me. And we just get to have fun on the court with no restrictions of being free of who we are and what we want to try out. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so I'm really happy I moved. Okay. And uh, so uh, one, one day just message me. I don't know if I can come and I, I want to watch you play, you know. <laughs> you should have come to watch last weekend. Oh, last weekend. Oh, you played last weekend. Yeah, I did so well. I got 25 runs, not out. And then I wow. also got two wickets for three runs for my bowling overs. Wow, 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 wow. Congratulations, <laughs> Carla. And uh, in segue to that, so you were in your cricket uniform, that gray and black uh, uniform. Yeah, black and, and gray, white, yeah. Yeah, and then suddenly, wearing that uniform, you 
registered for the pageant. <laughs> Ganun ba yun? No, so basically, because in 2019, I joined Miss Asia Pacific International New Zealand, yes. right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was my very first pageant ever. Um, so experiencing that, it was very nerve-wracking and, mm. and made me a little bit anxious because I had such a fear of facing the public. I couldn't public speak at all. And mm. so that was a really good experience for that. Um, and then I worked last year with Miss Asia Pacific as well, but I was backstage. I was mm. just helping the finalists do their makeup and make sure that they were okay and just keeping them calm as you know as they go into the stage. Mm. Um, this year, the reason why I'm joining the pageant is because it's for me. I have been feeling quite low in terms of my confidence and my self-esteem. Oh, okay. So the reason being is because for the last couple of years, I've been working full-time, and I feel like it's just been work, 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 that I haven't mm. necessarily had time for myself to really enjoy the things that I love. So, so uh, you uh, registered, and uh, so you're now in, in the in the pageant. Yeah. Uh, when 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 is it uh, happening again? When, when's the the, the, so the, the coronation? Is on the October 9th. So it's in a couple, yeah, a few months, mm-hmm. October 9th. But but between now and the coronation, so you you also do your uh, like you know your workshop and things like that, right? Yeah. So I, since I am a late finalist to join, I mm-hmm. I missed out on the Empower Me workshop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I missed out on that completely. However, um, I do a lot of, not a lot of training, but there are a few things happening in the next few weeks that I can okay. participate in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I understand from Maricard that you also, you you guys will be part of the Auckland uh, Fashion Week. Yes, the correct? New Fashion Week. It's on August 28th. Mm-hmm. Because my daughter Jessica is involved with the Fashion Week. So she's a part of the digital team for that. So uh, I'll ask her to have a look out for you guys. <laughs> yes, so I'm running. So I'm working for Malia Couture. Mm-hmm. And Tito Dwayne. So Dwayne Malio is the creator of the designs. Yes, yes, very good. Dwayne is a you know he's a very creative guy, and uh, you know we have all the support for him. In fact, I have a well, Maricar told me I'll have a. I, I was looking for a time that I will uh, interview Dwayne and uh, Maricar also, but I might be going to um, his because uh, it's a Saturday, I think. The, when when you do your. Uh, you're, you know, you're walking and uh, what do you call that? Catwalk. So it's a, a Saturday morning, I think. Yes, it's from a, 10 a.m. Yeah, so I might, uh, I might be there. I, but my, my daughter will be there from day one until until the end because she's part Come of the Come in team. on Saturday. Look at, um, watch us walk the Mali Couture's new collection. Yeah, that, 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 that's what I, I want I want to see also. I, 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 because uh, Dwayne has been participating for one or two uh, fashion weeks, uh, Auckland Fashion Week events already. Last so, year, I think, was his first one. Oh, no, last year was first. Oh, mm. Two years ago, sorry, because last year was lockdown. So two years ah, ago. Yes. Uh-huh. Mm. Mm. So, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. So the you know all all, all these things. Uh, you're you're a very busy person. Uh, two jobs, business, and then cricket. 
and then budget. Oh, <laughs> what else? I don't know how I'm going to manage to put that all in my blank, but I will. <laughs> hey, by the way, I saw your post. What happened to your car? You were saying something about in the roundabout or what happened? Yes. So I was going. This morning? I was it this morning? Yesterday. Oh. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So yesterday it was driving fine completely. I went to my first job. It was fine. And then on my way to my second job, hmm. I suddenly heard like this beeping noise. It was like beep, beep. And I thought, what the heck is this? Hmm. And um, so I was going the roundabout. And as I was turning the roundabout, my steering wheel was about to lock. Hmm. Like, I, felt it, I felt it lock. And luckily and fortunately enough for me, I was just able to control it and mm -hmm. pull over to the side because otherwise mm -hmm. if I hadn't, I would have crashed into another car or into, yeah, so that was very scary. Um, so once I pulled over to safety, I turned it off and then once I turned it back on, it just wouldn't turn on. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, so mm -hmm. so it must be electrical or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so everything on my car, car screen was on, like the ABS, the EPS, EP, mm -hmm. yeah. And the genie lamp looking thing, which is the engine oil, I think. Mm. Everything was on. Ooh, mm -hmm. It was just so it was just so scary. And the fact that I had been driving okay throughout the day and then once I drove in the afternoon, everything just started to break down on me. Mm -hmm. mm. So what happened? So you had to uh, ask uh, uh, was it to be towed or or something? Yeah. So I called the insurance and a tow truck mm -hmm. came and mm -hmm. we had taken to the mechanics that I go to. Um, turns out it's the alternator and the battery, they both died. Ah, uh, okay, yeah. But, battery, battery. Yeah, so I've been driving the car for two years. So it's both the alternator and the battery. Oh, okay. Oh, so you have to change the battery and the alternator and now it's, it's, it's working fine. Nope, it's still in the mechanic because I'm trying to figure out how I'm gonna get the money. <laughs> oh yeah, okay, yeah. I, I saw that too. You said, oh, it's gonna hurt my, my pocket or something. <laughs> oh, yeah, I think it does and it will. Yeah, but do they have a, a courtesy car that they gave to you? Or? Oh. No, they don't. So at the moment, I'm using my dad's car. Oh, um, okay. On Sunday, I'm gonna go into my other work and hopefully allow me to use their work car. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yes, yeah, so my fingers yeah. crossed. Yeah, because uh, you know, in, in, in New Zealand, uh, it it the, uh, having a vehicle is not a luxury. It's it's a necessity because you move from one place to another. Yeah, Although definitely. we have we have the trains, we have the bus. But they, they are on a fixed schedule and sometimes, you know, uh, every 30 minutes. But the, the in-between is already like you're losing time and, and so you, you and really need a, a vehicle. Us as well, they go in specific routes, so it's mm -hmm. not necessarily practical. Yeah, that's it's correct. To where you want to go. Uh, isn't it like, uh, I don't know about uh, the prices, but I, when it was Brooke's time, she won a car. Uh, for us, Miss Asia Pacific was. Am I correct? I think she had a one. What did Brooke do? Uh, did Did she win a car as part of her prize? Oh, I don't even know that. Oh, who was that? Or was it Tanya? I don't know. So, I, I, I'm not really sure. I mean, there was a pageant where there were. I think the sponsor probably was. It was like a Swift car. So yeah. 
probably. I, I, I'm not sure if it was Brooke or... Which that was one of the prizes for this year because I really <laughs> yeah I was I was I was thinking about that. Hey Carla, I'd like to uh, thank you and congratulate you for all these things that you're doing with the kids, with uh, with your students, you know, uh, with your clients, with yourself, and and I think you're on the right track. I mean. You need time for yourself, and you decided, okay, I'm gonna go back and you know to recharge and to whatever it is that you you are looking for. Uh, probably the past two three years was like boom 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 boom. So maybe it's time. It's me time, yeah. It's uh, like oh, it's me time also. So I'd like to congratulate you and uh, wish you all the best. And uh, any any message that you'd like to uh, you know to our listeners and viewers who, who, who um, might be in the same like you know, um well first of all there is a new zealand fashion week for miss Kanaro, new zealand august 28th so if you would like to check it out and come and watch tickets are on sale they are in my bio the link is in my bio on my instagram also the finals october 9 and my business give it a follow if you mm -hmm. need any events decor please hit me up it is again oh.ky events. And um, I would just like to end it with a quote that don't forget to look after yourself because you are so important. You know, sometimes we get so caught up with the stress and frustrations of life, whether that would be financial stability or just anything that doesn't align to where your goals was, was meant to be. Just stay focused, recharge, and continue looking after yourself because you're important. Thank you for those uh, words of encouragement, Carla. What is happening on August? If that's your uh, special event, right? August twenty eighth. Um, that is the New Zealand Fashion Week. Oh, Fashion um, Week. Okay. I thought you had like each candidate. They have their own like, like an event. Is it like that or no? No more. For New Zealand Fashion Week, Miss Kanaro, New Zealand finalist, will be wearing one of Dwayne's collections. Oh, and so okay. showcasing that. Um, you know, Carla, you have the makings of a talk show host, a newscaster. Do uh, I? Uh, uh, yeah, yes. Yeah, the, the way you, 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 your train of thoughts and, uh, yeah, develop that. Uh, yeah, you, you have the makings of a... Uh, someone who would be like a journalist or you know uh is that yeah. you hinting to train me as a <laughs> <laughs> yes uh, i would love to you know uh, i always follow my gut feel you know um i have had students in the past whom they were still very raw and i was thinking and uh, told them that you know you have the makings of uh of uh being a journalist and true enough many years later they are big names in the philippines uh, um yeah uh, a big name one day yes so. yes you, you you have the you have the aura you have the you have the the the, the thinking you know because you no know, being a host is is not is not easy being a journalist is not easy you you have to have that that uh x factor you know so uh that, that's and and i always go with my gut feel and i i have a, that gut feel with you talking to you and uh, yeah, yeah, Meron, Meron, Kang, Anuel. Thank you. <laughs> I really appreciate and, that. 
because sometimes I say that I talk a lot, but no, no, it's the it's the I mean your your tone is 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 perfect. It's uh, the train of thoughts and the aura. It, it's yeah. Mm. I I'll just uh, mention this to you. You know, uh, I I'm not boasting or I'm saying oh it's because of me they they are now uh, popular. They are now journalists. But I would just to like to mention students like Karen Davila, who was my student in high school, and she is now one of the top uh, newscasters, talk show hosts of uh, ABS-CBN. Pinky Webb was also part of that, and yeah. So and there are many others that, uh, but they are the ones that are on top of my head that I can. And maybe you're not familiar with them, but they are big names in the Philippines, and I, I hope that that rings a bell. Yes, yes. If you if you Google them, then they will they 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 will definitely say ah sila pala yun. But you know, New Zealand needs we are a multicultural country. We need diversity in media. So uh, we do. Carla Iparagire is there already. Are you, you your ancestors must be Spanish because there are a lot of uh, you know old Spanish families in Cebu. I haven't actually dug deep too much in my history of generations from my family. Mm -hmm. um, all I know is that my mom and my dad, they're full Filipino, so are my grandparents. Mm -hmm. um, but I've always thought where Ipatagiri comes from because it doesn't mm -hmm. sound Filipino. Like it sounds a little bit more Spanish. So I do yes. wonder if I do have some sort of Spanish blood along the line. Mm. And my greatest and, and and the way it is uh, pronounced, it, it's uh, like a, a, a part in Spain called Basque, B-A-S-Q-U-E. So that's part a little bit north of uh, Madrid. So the, the way you, your, your family name is uh, spelled out. So all the while I thought, uh, sabi ko, siguro taga Colombia ito or Latin America. Well, I didn't know you yet noon, but I always see your name is uh, so sa mga ano, sa, sa social media. So all the best, Carla, and um, Thank you. Thank you. Uh, send me a, a message if you're playing or so. I, I I can't. I'm not sure because of my schedule, but definitely in Fashion Week, malamang nandun ako because uh, I'll be I'll be coming with my I'll, I'll join my daughter because my my daughter is uh she does the content a lot of content. So uh, her friends, her, her her Kiwi friends, her media friends. They call me as the Insta Dad because they are in Instagram, so I am the Insta. Dad. Oh, Insta Dad is here. I do the camera. I do the, so hopefully I'll I'll get to see you on Open Fashion Week. Well, All the best, you. Carla. Thank hmm? you so much. We'll see you soon. Thank you for oh, having yeah. me. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Mga kaibigan, Carla Iparagiri ang ating uh, nakapanayam dito po sa ating netkapihan, talakayan, at chikahan. And I'd like to thank you for allowing Carla and me to come into your homes, into your hearts tonight and today. Thank you very much. Take care and God bless. Maraming salamat mga kabarangay at pinayagan niyo ako muli pumasok sa inyong mga tahanan, sa inyong mga puso, sa mga sandaling ito, sa araw na ito, sa panahon na ito. Ako po inyong barangay Big Brother, ang inyong Kuya Rene, dito po sa Barangay New Zealand. Dito po sa Free FM 89.0, your independent community media. Napapakinggan po rin tayo, yun, nabubulong-tuloy. <laughs> Napapakinggan din po tayo sa www.freefm.org.nz Kaya hanggang sa susunod na linggo po, ha? Oktubre na, at um, ilang ano na lang, no? uh, isip, iniisip nyo na ba kung ano yung mga ibibigay nyo o yung 
paano nyo uh, gugunitain ang kapaskuhan. Hindi ho pwedeng hindi nating gunitain ang kapaskuhan. It can be in a small way, it can be in our simple way, but dapat po ay ating gunitain ang kapaskuhan. Kaya ako po muli, ang inyong uh, barangay Big Brother, ang inyong Kuya Rene, dito po sa barangay New Zealand. Sayaw natin ang tutugin Use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.